As uh, you are probably all familiar, there's been a dreaded disease spreading rapidly, taking its toll on people of all ages, but particularly in people like yourselves, young adults, teens, and uh, society has been grappling with various uh, emergency techniques to try to battle this disease. The disease known by the very scientific name of FOMO, F-O-M-O, or, you got it, fear of missing out, that dreaded concern that maybe, maybe I've missed the most recent viral video, maybe the cool kids are up to something and they've left me out, or maybe the cool kids are thinking of maybe being up to something and they might leave me out. The, the trepidation that comes with that sense of being the outcast, unconnected, unappreciated, uh, and uh, therefore really um, undervalued. This FOMO, fear of missing out, is quite concerning and quite easy to replace with a, another very positive FOMO, Sensation of being fine on my own. Not needing the endorsement of the society around me to feel okay. Fine on my own FOMO does not mean a sense of haughtiness, what we call in classic Jewish terms being a balgaiva, uh, being somebody who is egotistical. It does not mean shirking off uh, a responsibility to heed direction from above. It doesn't dismiss the words of my teachers and my parents. But FOMO, being fine on my own, means I don't need to measure myself by what's going on with the rest of society. Quick steps towards replacing the tragic FOMO with the better FOMO, eliminating the fear of missing out by becoming fine on my own, more comfortable uh, personalities. I would suggest the following, as a scratch-the-surface beginning at least, and that would be focusing our attention on the fact that we have been gifted with the incredible knowledge that we are created in the image of God. The concept of Tselem Elohim, concept that, as the Mishnah describes, not only are we created in his image, but that we have been gifted with the knowledge that we are created in his image, that chavivin, the fact that we are dear enough to God, that he lets us know that we have this trace of the infinite inside ourselves. We are not limited by our physical size and strength, and much as every time I apply to be a NBA center or sumo wrestler, for some reason, I'm, uh, my application is denied, but the fact that we have physical limitations, financial limitations, perhaps social limitations, don't define us. We are far bigger than any of these more mundane measures because we have a spiritual attachment to the infinite. Being in God's image, that capacity that we have to make decisions and take steps towards achieving those goals and have very lofty sights uh, is something that we can't uh, underestimate. We, we can't uh, pay too much attention to this factor and the concept that we are connected. We have a divine connection uh, that the neshama, that soul, 
maintaining that recognition can, and I would argue, will radically rewrite the FOMO scripts, eliminating the negative and replacing it with a positive. I'd like to share, just in the few minutes we have left, a fascinating insight. It's a modification of a thought I heard from Rav Neugershal, one of my favorite uh, rabbi uh, lecturers in Israel, um, slightly modifying the way he put this to maybe put in a much more uh, contemporary type of a metaphor. But imagine we're grappling with this concern as to whether, whether we in fact have a connection with God Almighty and potentially even grappling with this question of is there an eternal God? An issue that many do grapple with. If that's something that we are in any way not fully uh, comfortable with believing, we're not fully confident in believing. Here's the following metaphor that I think can really help us put things in perspective. So imagine we travel to a faraway galaxy. In this faraway galaxy, we discover a planet. The planet has some form of life. And, as is always the case, when we arrive there in our spaceship, they happen to speak English. So we're capable of interfacing with them and, and communicating. And we discover that every being on this planet shares various senses with the senses that we are gifted. Sounds one. They have capacity to hear, to touch, to taste, and to smell. But there is no being on this planet that has the capacity to see. They have never interfaced with any being that has the capacity to see. Sight is not one of their senses, and it's not something they have ever even heard about. What are the chances that after getting out of the spaceship, making an initial uh, conversation with the beings on this planet, we're, we're perusing the planet, what are the chances that we're going to overhear a debate between any of the various members of the societies of this planet as to the color of our spaceship? Absolutely nil. What are the chances we'll overhear a debate as to whether there is a concept of color? Again, nil. They can't be debating something that their minds can't imagine. Yet we can debate if there is an eternal God. We can debate if we have an attachment to that eternity. How can we debate the concept of eternity? How did our finite mind, which is certainly not physically eternal, how did that mind grasp the concept of eternity to, to discuss it, to conjure up enough of a sense of eternity to be able to debate it? Says Rav Neugershel that the reason we are capable of discussing eternity is because we have tasted eternity because we have something inside of us that is eternal. We are hardwired to recognize eternity because our neshama, our soul, is part of us. We tend to think of the us as the image in the mirror in front of us, that which we can measure on the scale, uh, detect scientifically uh, through all types of uh, evaluations or x-rays or scans, but there is one part that is not measurable by any physical measurements, not detectable or measurable scientifically, and that is the soul, that is the neshama. And since we have an eternal soul, we can discuss eternity. We can relate to the concept of an eternal God because we are connected.
connected to that eternal God. We are made in His image and have that neshama that is described as chilek elokami ma'al, as a portion, so to speak, of God above. With this in mind, as we deal with those situations in life where, oh no, everybody else is involved in something and I am not. Everybody else is aware of something that I am not. Everybody else is keyed into something going on and I am not. And therefore I start feeling very small. How small can an infinitely great person be? How small can somebody who's attached to the divine almighty God be? Okay, we can feel that I'm missing out on some tiny slice of information that for these several moments of world history, some people consider important. But at the end of the day, missing a particular meme or viral video, how much is it really going to change society at large? How much is it going to really change the history of human affairs? And given how big I am, how significant is that going to really impact me? And again, when we walk through life measuring things purely by my physical self, my financial self, my social self, oh, yes, then all of those things really matter, and I can have a severely intense FOMO, fear of missing out. But let's remember, we are bigger than that, and we can maintain a focus on the fact that each of us can declare, I am FOMO, fine on my own, don't need to be measured by all those other fleeting events. And with this in mind, hopefully let's replace the tragic, uh, negative kind of a FOMO with this sense of FOMO. And let's all look forward to be able to utilize that to become the great people that we can be. Have a great night.